Welcome to Holding Shot, a Bowls WA podcast featuring the biggest names and their stories from the Greens around Western Australia. Hello everyone and welcome to a special edition of Holding Shot, Bowls WA's official podcast. And today we are here to take a look at the Bowls WA Awards Night. It's just a week away on June the 2nd to be held at Optus Stadium what a fantastic venue it's going to be. The room is going to light up and we are going to honour some of the stars of the sport, whether that's on green or off green. Clive Adams here. Peter Harris joins me. How are you, Peter? Oh, I'm very well, thank you. Mate, it's going to be a massive night. Uh, Kerry Anderson's going to be uh, locked into the Bowls WA Hall of Fame. Can't think of a more deserved person to be uh, put in the Hall of Fame. On green, off green. All over. She's just yeah been an ornament to the game and fully deserves her recognition. We're also going to be announcing the Dream Team 20s. Now, this is something that you've had a fair bit of involvement with. Yep, yep. Um, a, a metro and a country team, both men and women. It's going to be a really exciting time. Uh, it will be, yeah. You know, th- these things are always hard to do, but we've had selection committees and they are anonymous and they don't want to put their names to them because all conjecture about who's good and who's better because they're all great players. Whether you make it or not, if you're in the 64, you've been a great player and you probably deserve a spot. We can't put everyone in. 125th anniversary. That's how many years it's across. So it's going to be an amazing set of teams. Let's get into our nominees for the various awards throughout the night. Let's have a look through them. Uh, Peter, let's start with the Metro Club of the Year and the small Metro Club of the Year. Of course, qualification for that. Uh, 125 members or less. We've got Dalkeith, Nedlands, Mount Lawley and North Perth are the three nominees there. And it's really strong. We've named three, but a really strong list of nominations this year. So... A lot of clubs doing a lot of great work, uh, and we had to narrow it down to three. And these are three that come from different angles, and that's what Club of the Year, I think, is about. Different and angles. All of our Club of the Year awards are based on a, a, a strict set of criteria. That criteria includes uh, membership growth, uh, on-green success, development programs, your, your facilities, marketing and promotion of the sport, communication, innovation, inclusion... Good governance. Exactly. There's so many committees. You know, they're really hard to judge one against the other. Some clubs are stronger in other areas than others, and um, but you've got to you've got to put a, a number to what they're doing, and and the progressive clubs um, get the rewards. Good to see the nominees there. Uh, Mount Lawley are a little bit of a regular in the in the nominees, having been uh, such a hard worker over the last yep. few years. But you know, North Perth, a club that's, that's on the rise, really. To certainly, as a small club, they're going places, aren't they? Yeah. They're, they seem to be a place that people want to, even not play there, but just go there, socialise. Uh, it's a great community hub right now. And Dalkeith, another one of our, our highlight clubs. Yeah. You know, a really, really beautiful spot, the Dalkeith Netherlands Bowling Club. and It's good to see it. You know, they're an older one. Of, yeah, they'd be Dalkeith, Mount Lawley age. But uh, they're going through a regeneration, as they have to, as we all do. They're expanding what they do. So good on them on, on having a really good year. If we look to the the uh, large Metro Club of the Year, we've got Coburn, North Beach and Osborne Park, three of the real highlight clubs. And we will say this was a really difficult process in just narrowing this down to three because obviously you've had, you had Manning in there that were yep. a great performer yep. and a couple of others as well. So those top three are really the cream of the crop. Certainly. And they're all, again, strong in different areas. Coburn's done a lot of rebranding and 
strategic planning and new constitutions. Junior while, programs. Junior as well. program, really strong in the junior mm-hmm. program. Osmond Park, really strong in their facilities, how they get out to the community and the number of things that they have going on there, just daily things going on. And of course, North Beach, North Beach, I'll get that word out. <laughs> um, a strong growing club, a lot of social members. Huge numbers. Huge, huge numbers. numbers. Electronic scoreboards electronic as well. Electronic scoreboards are there. Um, replacement of security things, all those little things that maybe don't seem, they're not the you know, the really glossy things, but really important for, for the club to, to continue on. Very good, very good. Let's turn our attention to the Country Clubs of the Year and we have our three small Country Club of the Year nominees and the criteria changes slightly. 70 members or less thereabouts gets you into the small category and we've got Brookton, Jinjin and Ongarup. Nice, nice coverage of... Yeah, uh, they're all over the place, aren't they? Mm. Obviously Jinjin are a regular entrant into this. Uh, Ongarup, really impressed with Ongarup. 29 members... 11 of them went to Country Week, so really strong. I've always said, you know, small country clubs, everyone knows there's a, a bowling club in the area and you've got to work hard to get convince people to come to your club because you've, they've already got the perception. So on up are doing really good things. Brookton, again, in the, uh, the one of their stories is a young man who um, had an accident and then lost an arm and, and a leg, but they've, um, through his rehabilitation, he's joined the bowling club. He went to the All Abilities, um, they've got around him and, and they're the success stories. Again, not the glossy things, but just the hard-working things that they Great do at a, at a good club. Great community vibe, yep. yeah. The uh, the large community clubs, Emu Point, Durian and Pinjara, another really difficult process in narrowing this down to three. We probably mm. could have named six finalists uh, just in the yes. large country club alone. Definitely. What can you say? Pinjara going places with their juniors and their facilities. Emmy Point, really strong player-wise. They won a lot of pennants. And, of course, you've got Matt Mitchell down there doing good things when he comes to Perth. Uh, Jack Attack, social membership stuff. And, of course, Durian, maybe the smaller one. But they've, you know, they've done things like pointed, appointed a youth development officer. Yes. Things that are going to take a club forward. Um, a social chairperson. I suppose they've all probably got them, but... A chairperson means you've also got a committee, which means the club's working together, which is what these awards are all about, what the club is doing as a as a whole rather yep. than the individuals. Members increasing there as well. So yes. just, just you know, as I say, we, what I think, Peter, we were really surprised. I, I don't know whether surprised is the right word, but really pleased with the quality of the applications we had this time around. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Really, really good. And, and increase in nominations from mm. previous years. So... So hopefully clubs out there, if you think, you know, future years, uh, whether you should or shouldn't, there's no harm in putting in club forward if you're pretty proud of your club and what they're doing as a club. As I say, it's a, this is a club award, so everyone he needs to get involved. Everyone needs to play their part for the for our sport to go forward. Yeah, not so much a focus on the individual individuals no. for these ones, but let's, help, let's but turn our attention to the individual. Yeah, why not? Yeah, because yeah, that's where they get their recognition. Volunteer of the Year, we've got three nominees there. Ivan Perica from Spearwood, Anya Strange from Williton, and Pat Wardell-Johnson from Ellenbrook. All individuals doing a fan, fantastic amount of work for their individual clubs put a lot of time in, don't they? All of them, those three and others, but 
put a lot of time into their clubs. Our volunteers are so important. You know, there's just our clubs would not exist. It's as simple as that. We can yeah. we can paint it however you like. Our clubs would not exist if we didn't have our no, great volunteers. No, we need so, to recognise them. Yeah, look forward to uh, to seeing who wins that one. The the club official of the year, two hardworking individuals here, Ryan Havercroft from South Perth and Terry Coltash from Mullawa. So yeah. uh, two really hard workers in the sport. Yeah, one country, one metro, which is really good. Yep. Uh, certainly, Ryan, you see him around a lot. Uh, and certainly South Perth, anything that's run at South Perth, he's, he's involved in. And Terry's the same. Really hardworking member of a, of a, of a, a small club that needs those hardworking Does members. a lot of work in the league up there yeah, as in the well, league Terry. As well. Yeah. yeah, definitely. The club coach of the year, we've got Anne Crabb from Manning, Hilton Dembo from Mount Lawley, and Kelly Ray from Coburn. Coaches, so important to our recruitment activities, Peter. It's one thing to get people in the door. It's another thing to show them the right way to go about the sport. Yes, you need to be a special person to be a coach. You do. It can be a very frustrating <laughs> experience teaching new bowlers and juniors and old bowlers what they should be doing right or how they can improve their game. So a special group. Uh, they've been around a while, all of them. So uh, they've all had their strengths and weaknesses, uh, but mostly strengths. So it's really close call. All right, a couple of other awards. The under-18s bowler of the year. We've seen real growth in the under-18s program this year. Callum Alberti from South Perth and Charlotte Byfield from Manning. Um, I think we've probably got a warm favourite here in terms oh, yeah, of uh, winning the events. Yes. But, uh, yes. but a fantastic achievement for both of those players, uh, young yep. in their careers. You certainly, you know, the, the junior programs are growing, which is good to see again. So... So there's going to be a bit more opposition for these two. I think Charlotte might be coming to the end of her junior, so she'll move into hopefully bigger and better things. Callum's got a few more years to go, so uh, we need to put some pressure on him. Absolutely. The Men's Over 60s Bowler of the Year Award. Of course, this, this award named after Trevor Barron, he'll be a happy man because the two nominees are both from Osborne Park, uh, Gary Caffle and John Goddard. Strong years, both of them. One's had probably an extra strong year. I don't think we need to sugarcoat it, but one's had a really strong year, and the other one's had a very good year as well. Um, so I'll wait for the announcement. I think we'll say if you win every event, you've probably got a reason to be confident. You have, yeah. yeah he should, so, probably, probably your speech should be written right now. <laughs> the Women's Over 60s Bowler of the Year, Nolene Abbey from Corrigan, Kathy Gobart from Jinjin, and Irene Lay from uh, Kalgoorlie. Uh, yeah. three quality individuals to start with. Yeah, and that's with. a bit more even. No one's dominated mm. the over-60s ladies, so um, that's going to be a close call. And uh, all, well, we've got one Hall of Famer, one future Hall of Famer, I'm sure, yeah. uh, and one who's going to be on the, uh, on the getting an award later on, which we'll name, I'm sure, in a minute. So, yes. yep. so a really good quality three ladies. Of course, we know our. Um, we, we, some of the awards are known, as you just touched on. So we know our, our state singles winners; they will be presented as well. Uh, and we also know our over sixties player of the side series and the open players yeah. of the side series. Irene Lay falling into one of those categories. She had a great, so great tournament in Broadbeach. So yeah, and of course Jerome Clayton in, in the boys, two really worthy winners. So we won't run through those right nope. now. We'll we'll finish off with the rest of the nominees for the uh, the Bowlers of the Year awards. So uh, the women's Penny Needham Broach, the Country Bowler of the Year, Audrey Baitup from Dumble Young, Karen Bryan from Mora, and Karen Galia from Bustleton. You know what I love about this is their names that we don't see all the time. These are new names. Yep, very, I'm yes. loving it. <laughs> yes, new names, but they have been playing a while. Oh, of so, course they have, yeah. So they've won a few mm. things, but... Uh, 
you know, Country Week is a very strong indicator of that, but it's not the only indicator. So they've all played in other things that, that can count towards the award. So uh, we'll wait and see who wins that. Mm. The Men's Vice Patron Medal for Country Bowler of the Year. We've got three nominees there. Paul Hitchcock from Denison uh, and Ian Payne from Denison, as long as, as, alongside uh, Warren Holt from Wagen. Yes, well, certainly Warren we've heard a lot of in the last few years, haven't we? And he'll be hard to beat. But the Denison boys, again, very strong Country Week. Put a strong foot forward in Country Week and yep. uh, congratulations to uh, to both of the Denison boys for their nominations alongside uh, Warren who's been nominated for that award a few times yes, now. So yes, he has. Mm. The Connie Hicks brooch for the most outstanding women's bowler of the year. The nominees, uh, what a list of nominees we've got here. Chris Ace Watson from Mosman Park, Kerry Anderson from Mosman Park and Irene Arndt from Safety Bay. Three superstar players. Yes, the alphabetical order was interesting because so we'll start with A in the uh, in the surnames. So, uh, but what a season all three of them have had. Deserve to be there, don't they? Multiple events. Yeah, it's a really close call. Those three. And Irene um, aren't breaking through for uh, a state singles her first win. First state singles of Kerry is like Kerry Anderson still getting to the pointy event yeah, of every event and, and multiple other stuff. And Chris Ace Watson recently won the champion champion singles. Just gone to another level, so, Chris. You know. Yep. So really good back half of the of the season, Chris. All right, and that brings us to the final award of the night, which will be the men's Rosenthal Medal for the most outstanding male bowler of the year. The nominees are Blake Butler from Manning, Warren Holt from Wage, and Justin Opie from South Perth, and Cody Packer from Osborne Park. One of the most even years of men's bowls for a long, long time. No one has dominated. People have done little bits here and there. It's those extra little bits in the events that may just get someone over the line. Maybe a recent no little win to Cody Packer in the Masters singles. Well, there, there you go. He certainly was, didn't hurt. Didn't hurt. Mm. Um, but those little things, those quarterfinals here and there and, and winning the Masters singles or the another event that you may not remember from way back in October. Now we should explain that those 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 medals are determined on a point system. Correct. So it's no one's choice. It is a as a strict point system which has been kept secret for, for many years now and it's it's one of the wonders when you go to an awards <laughs> night of not really knowing who's gonna win and that's that's a good thing. Oh, certainly. It's got to be a bit of intrigue, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. has to be some intrigue. And as I say, really close season. So good luck in uh, picking the winner this year. All right. There you have it. There is all of the nominees uh, for the awards night. It's going to be a massive night at Optus Stadium next Friday, June the 2nd. Um, ticket sales are closed. We've got 277 people coming along, Peter. Big night, isn't Might it? i a bit nervous up the front. There'll probably be more there than there will be for the Eagles game the following day. <laughs> well, it might be a better result anyway. <laughs> but uh, look, there you have it. Uh, keep an eye on all the uh, Bowls WA socials and, and website for all of your information as the awards night draws nearer. If you're coming along, we look forward to seeing you there. And if you're not, well, those results will be out as they happen from the awards night. Uh, Peter, thank you for your time. Thank you very much, sir. Going to be an exciting night. Can't yes. wait for it. Best time catch, of the year. Catch you next time. Thank you for listening to the Holding Shot podcast. You can subscribe on all your usual podcast platforms or find us on YouTube under Bowls WA. For more Bowls-related content, head to our website at bowlswa.com.au or follow us on social media at Instagram or Facebook under Bowls WA.
Until next time, good bowling everyone.